say Africa must wake up the sleeping sons of Jacob for what tomorrow may bring may our be dynasty on the morning bliss can you tell me young ones who are we today it's our dynasty this morning we're joined by professor Athati who's a traditional health practitioner um, and uh, he's a leader in uh, this uh, field in the SADC region professor Athati good morning togoza ketlandawe uh, good morning to all your listeners of SAFM. Thank you for gracing us with your pre- uh, with your presence this early in the morning. Um, this you. morning we are having a, a conversation around um, the, the history and the current state of uh, traditional healers in South Africa. Um, uh, firstly, have we always had traditional healers and what were they called in uh, years gone by? Well, uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity, Patricia, and your listeners as well. Um, well, well, you know, traditional healing is something that has been there since when the Creator has created the the, the earth and the, and the sea and everything that we we see now. Uh, the traditional healing, uh, healing has been there because uh, even if it before the Western healing, the Western way of uh, of, of healing people, the hospital, etc. Before those those kind of Western uh, ways they are here, traditional has been there because people have been using herbs, people have been using their knowledge and indigenous knowledge they do have to, to heal um, themselves, to heal the, the communities, to help the society as well. Uh, so it has been there for, for years. But you must remember that the uh, traditional healing that have two or three separate uh, categories. You know, some of them they have a calling. Some of them is not about the calling, but it's about the indigenous knowledge, knowing the herbs, knowing how to heal people. You take that from your grandparents who have been healing people, but they they, they are not uh, they did not go through all the necessary training, all the necessary rituals. They, they never had the callings, but they have the knowledge on how to use herbs, etc. Petition or your listeners. Now, when it comes to um, um, you know. The, the, the traditional practice where we are right now it seems there's so many traditional healers especially in southern africa um something that we didn't see let's say in the 60s 70s and 80s what has caused such an uprising is it because people are seeing a business opportunity in traditional healing or has there been a dimensional change in our spirituality as africans you 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 got to answer, Patricia. When the people see the business opportunities, you know, since 1995, when uh, we have a democracy, especially in South Africa, after uh, the government have recognized traditional healing, traditional practice, and then they we had the gazette, we had the bill, etc., etc., and the doors they were open. When they say South Africa belongs to all who live in it, and people flock into South Africa. Everybody from our continent came to South Africa. Even in inside uh, South Africa, everybody wanted to be uh, traditional healers. Everybody wanted to be a Sangoma. Everybody wanted to be spiritual healers. Nobody now is following the the, the necessary uh, guideline, the necessary instruction. Uh, people they don't wait for a calling. And what is happening now is not about calling; it's about wanting to be a traditional healer. And it's two different things. If you have a calling, you'll become a real proper 
But if you just want to be a traditional healer, you just want to be a Sangoma because you like to be a Sangoma or you think you can make a lot of money, that's what the problem starts. You, you can remember, Patricia, that we have a lot of people, some some of them, the people with, with higher qualification education, some are professors, some are doctors, some are nurses, some are teachers. People, uh, some are modelers, some are actors, etc., etc. They just decided to leave their profession because they thought when they become healers or some they can make a lot of money. That's where the problem starts because if you don't have a colleague, you just want to be translated by hook or crook. What you will do there in that sector? You just make a mess because don't even understand. You will not have a colleague. You do not even go for proper training. That is the problem. A lot of people now, when they just want to become traditional healers, they're making a mess of this sector, this industry. And what is going to happen now, um, that's why you see ritual killing, you, you see multi killing, you, you see people doing magic, you see young people, nine years or eight years or seven years or 12 years, young children become a Sangoma. How is that you can become a Sangoma on that age? So the thing of uh, wanting money, the thing of uh, people deciding that if I'm a become if I'm a traditional healer, then I can make a lot of money. That is unfortunately, and the most unfortunate part of it is because in South Africa, it's not in like an other country where do they have um, a sitting council. In South Africa, we don't see we don't have a, a traditional health practitioner council that is sitting there that is regulated traditional healers that we have a registrar that we have a, a control in our healing. That's why everybody. When you decide, or if you want to become a treasure healer, or you love to become a treasure healer, you just go to the shop, you buy everything that the treasure healer used to dress themselves like, and then you dress yourself. And then people, when they see you, they'll see a treasure healer. And someone who's desperately needs help, she or he will come to you and say, Please, I'm having this problem. How can you help me? Because you don't know. You'll say, Okay, do this and do that. And those things, when they don't happen, it, it, they, there's no success on whatever the person is looking for, then you end up saying, okay, just bring the arm of your cousin, then I will do the rich one, I will help you to become rich, and the person go and commit a crime. That's the problem that we're having now in South Africa or in the continent as all practitioner listeners. Ooh, what you've just described is very scary. Um, it, it, it's not just a problem, but it is a scary problem. Uh, how did we move from becoming healers to becoming killers for uh, money rituals? Because that is just, it doesn't seem right or acceptable. And yes, we've seen in the news um, some traditional healers. Uh, one was reported to have buried a, a body of a twasa uh, in their uh, ndumba, their uh, spiritual uh, hut. Others uh, were reported to have uh, killed and maimed uh, children and women uh, for rituals and muti. How did we get there? They even kill people with 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 albinism. This is very strange to to our traditional. If you can investigate the history of those people that they they say they they they, they, they got killed. They, I mean, they got arrested because they killed a, a, a person or a transfer or a child or a young boy, like we have seen now in the media, in the television, etc. When you go through the history of those people, those people they never got, got calling. They never had a calling. Those people they just wanted to be a, a healer by force, never mind what. They just wanted to be healers. 
You know, when you see in the social media, what we see nowadays is really, really disrespectful. You know, it does not respect Rashaila. It does not, that is not what Sangoma is supposed to do. That's not, not what Rashaila used to do. You can see young people, young boys, young girls, it's fine if you, you have a calling, but you can see this person does not even have a calling. Even the social media can see this particular person does not have a calling. This person, he or he can dance better, he can sing better, he can scream better, he can do whatever better. And then those people, they make a mess of this industry. It's really so sad. You know, here in the Pompo, just last week, um, a, a, a young man was caught with having, having a, a, a private part of, of, of a man. Just here in mm. the Pompo, here in Mankwen, he got arrested. He was sent by somebody who said he's a trash healer. They called my office. We went there to investigate. This guy is not even a trash healer. This particular person, he just, he can even die. He can kill his mother or his, 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 his parent because he, this person is desperately, desperately want to be a healer because they think when you're a trash healer, you can make money. Yes, you can make money, but please wait for your calling. If you don't have a calling, don't act like trash healer because you mess up this Sake of healing, we we become we come we, we come disappointed because every now and then we have to be on the media. I was on FAFM in in one of your shows last week because of these young boys that they were they were killed in in, in Soweto etc. In in Mozambique also the the albinism in KZN as well. Um, I I don't know, but our government should open the eyes and have a sitting council. A sitting council can regulate trash healing. And this thing of, of um, people just want to become a Sangoma trash healer, that will end. You cannot be a trash healer or Sangoma. You go to the shop, you go to the tavern, you drink beers, etc., etc., and all of a sudden the spirit comes up. There is nobody who will have a spirit, a certain spirit that will come up on you when you're drunk. That is not us. That is not us. That is very strange to us. And I see a lot of young people doing those kind of things. And please, if you are a Sangoma, if you are a Trashaila, if you train Matrasani, respect your Matrasani. And don't just take anybody who's sick, come to you for because that particular person is sick, and then you say, no, you've got a calling. You, become, you have to become a Sangoma Trashaila. Just treat the person who's sick and leave that person go home. Because if you do that, you just add the number of people who commit crime because they're not Trashailas. They don't even know the regulation. They don't even know the rules. They don't even know how to follow the respect of being a, a governor or, or a trust or a Sangoma patrician or listeners. Now, uh, uh, Doc, you know, um, uh, Professor, the, the the one thing that also becomes a challenge um, in, in this day and age, I think it's the accessibility of information when it comes to spirituality. You see on social media, um, you know, there's a lot of different platforms where people will wear the traditional regalia um, and claim or attest to be traditional healers and um, give various remedies. But when you dig deeper into that particular person's background and and uh, the, their healing and training, you find that they're not trained. So what is the training supposed to be for a healer, knowing very well that there are different types of healers? Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, with, with the social media now, people really are making a mess of, of traditional healing sector. And the people are busy robbing money to people. People are busy 
creating lots of things. People are even telling you that you, you can consult over the phone, you can consult over the Zoom, you know, even if we were, the person can consult you. Okay, if you do have a calling, then your calling guides you to do that, it's fine. But if you don't have a calling, it's unfortunately. What, what is happening now, what we see now, um, uh, I don't know how the, 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 the people who control social media can try to, 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 to have tough rules, tough regulations, so that people must not just go there and say they can make people millionaires, they can make people, uh, they can do magic, they have magic ring, they have a snake. You know, when we grow up, even now, I'm scared of holding a snake myself. Even now, I'm, I, I, you know, I cannot stay in the house when, when the snake is in the house. I have to make sure that I call the veterinarian to remove the snake so that I can sleep there. But I want to sleep even freely, knowing that there was a snake in my house. But people out there play with the snakes. People now, they tell you they can have a snake that can bring money. They can have rates that they can bring money. All is about money. All is about social media. And that is not about training. Those people, they would never went for training. Those people, they don't have a calling. Those people, they just practice black magic. Those people, they just have a knowledge of how mixing a movie to make a black magic, uh, magic to rob people money. We see a lot of people crying that they lost lots of millions because they took their pension money, thinking that they, they can have 12 million within six or five days or whatever, and they end up not having any money, and those young people disappear. So if we, if, if we have people who respect the class healers, especially Amagodela, when people come to you, they say, okay, teach me this and that and that. You don't just teach people. You must consult with your divine bones, spiritual powers, to see that these people have got a calling or not. If that particular person does not have a calling, don't just because the person got money and then you take money. And some of them, they do, in fact, have a, a calling. But unfortunately, they don't want to take time in training. They just want to go there for one week or two weeks, and then they go to Asa, and then they, but what will you, what will you know? What, what do you know within a week or within a month, Patricia, to go in training? To go in training to become a healer, even if you've got a colleague, it will take you a, a year or two years, etc. cetera. Uh, you know, you cannot just go there because of good money. Your governor does not have money, so okay, I'll take money to prepare for, for Trasa, tell me how to do this, and then Gobella, she, she or you take money, and then we will give you whatever, we'll give you, you go home, and then you cannot practice. Then what is going to happen? You start learning to do black magic. And once you start doing black magic, you're damaging the, the, the image of traditional healing because you'll do the black magic wearing the, the traditional healing regularly, wearing the Sangoma regularly. It's unfortunate practicing our society. But I just hope the message from SASN Whoever's going to listen to this will be careful, will know that this person, she or he is doing a black magic. I cannot follow this. If I want healing, if I want my lucky, if I want to protect my home, etc., I must go to the real Trachayila, a person who's got a, a, a proper background, a, a person who went for training for, for, for some time for, for training. You, know, you can't see, you can't do what is happening in Johannesburg, in Durban, that every weekend the Trachayila is graduating 15 or 20 classes. And those trusters, they were there for four, four, three weeks. It can't be like that, Patricia and your listeners. 
Times have changed. We are facing a lot of challenges uh, when it comes to African spirituality. Has uh, the abolishing of the Witchcraft Act uh, that was uh, rife in our um, post-democracy era, has it uh, played any impact on what we are facing right now? Uh, I would I say that it has played the, 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 a major role on that because, you know, the, the Witchcraft Act as well, Subscription Act. It, it was a it was a, 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 a thing that the, the, the then government did, did not do a proper research because what they did they were they were saying that once you are a it means you practice witchcraft and they forgot that to, to say that you cannot be a healer and, a, and a, on the other side you are a witch you cannot be a healer you are you are a killer you cannot be a Sangoma then you are a killer they forgot that. People who practice witchcraft, they are not Prashenilas, they are not Sagoma. They are people, ordinary people, because to become witchcraft is what I've just said. People who practice black, black magic, black people who wish to see someone dead, black who wish to see that they, 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 you can even now say that people say they can go and buy stroke somewhere there. I don't know how they do that. You can go and buy stroke so that you, you, you cast a stroke to somebody because you hate that particular person at work or maybe it, it's your relative. So those are those kind of, 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 of practices, those are the witches. So unfortunately, when the government they remove something to the community or to the sector, they don't have time, they think they're spending money to go out there and workshop people, to teach people, educate people, this is Tradshaila, this is Sangoma, this is the witches. How do you see or how do you see the difference between Sangoma and Tradshaila, spiritual healer or a witchcraft person? How do you see that? Then people will become aware that, oh, okay, a, a, a person who is a healer, it can be a healer and become a, a, a killer at the same time. Well, it can happen that a, a, a real Trashe healer who went for training with a colleague, and then when that particular person does not practice and the person decides to learn how to practice witchcraft, those are the things that need to be very, very well investigated so that we can see why this person end up being um, uh, practicing witchcraft while this person was a good trashaila by day. Once that, that particular person does not practice properly, it happened to say, okay, change now. I I'd rather do something that I will, I will, I will be popular, popular known that I, I can sell a stroke, I can sell TB, I can do this to people, you know, I can sell Sifalana, I can create a lot of effort to the communities. People cannot sleep. When they go to sleep, I will become a tokoloshi, I go and travel them at their houses, etc. Those are the things that must be thoroughly investigated and the government must come in and workshop the society, workshop the young people, everybody, so people must know when you want to really go to the real practitioner. But we must stay away from these witchcraft practices, stay away from black magic, stay away from doing all sort of magic that is happening in our country. And those magic things, they come from Eastern Central Africa. They're not from here, local in South Africa. Local, South African people, then we, we don't know about magic. But once 1995 happened, then we see young boys, young girls coming from Eastern Central Africa, they come to South Africa with their magic things, and then all of a sudden, it's, it's everywhere magic. It's everywhere magic. It's everywhere snake. It's everywhere magic for money. It's everywhere magic for this and that. It's unfortunately, Patricia, but we need to stand up as a real practitioner and we need to talk. 
We must not get tired of talking. We need to be teaching the community, teaching our society, so people must stay away from bad things in our practice. Dr. Um, Professor, Professor Shati, thank you very much for shedding light on this for us. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's a difficult conversation, but I'm glad that uh, this morning on our dynasty we've had this conversation. Um, how do we get in touch with you? Well, it's very easy. Um, you can send me WhatsApp or you can call my toll-free number. My toll-free number is 800 or you can WhatsApp me on 082-765-2815. 082-765-2815. Or you can go to www.profshati.co.za or you can email me at profshati at gmail.com. Visit my Facebook page, Dr. Shati, the one and only, the great Inyanga. Thank you so much, Patricia. Thanks so much to all your listeners of SAFA. Thank you very much, uh, Professor Mbaye um, Mbaye Sati on our dynasty.